Fast Forward Productions. The women are speaking. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the One Broke Actress Podcast, an honest account of actor life plus a few lessons I learn in the process. I am your host, Sam Valentine, and I cannot believe what I am about to say. Welcome to the finale of season fucking nine. We've done nine of these. Holy shit, you guys. If anybody has been here and or listened all the way back from season one, episode one until now, I think that you know more about my life than a lot of people in my in my inner circle. So thanks for sticking around. Guys, it's been an incredible season and I have been so impressed with the stories the guests have shared. I've honestly really enjoyed the feedback I've gotten from the solo episodes as well. And I wanted to spend this episode kind of going over everything that was my biggest takeaways from the episodes of season nine, because oftentimes, much like we do in actor classes, we tend to just absorb a lot of content, quote unquote, and just kind of pile through it and listen to this podcast and that clubhouse and this Instagram live and blah, blah, blah. And we don't actually absorb it. We think we're doing it but we're kind of just glossing over a lot. So I am a huge fan of going back and reviewing things that were important to me. So for this episode, we're going to go back from season one of episode nine all the way through this podcast episode. And I will give you a little summation of where I am at now as well as answer some questions I got about some certain episodes. So I hope this is helpful. I hope you have some tangible takeaways and let's get into it. So season nine, episode one, I decided to share publicly what I did well and what I did poorly in 2021. Oof, uh, that was a very humbling episode to record. And I suggest, and as I suggested on that podcast, that you guys all take some time to consider writing out your own list or maybe talking it through with a friend or something like that, because it was really eye-opening and, like I said, humbling to see one, it's really hard for me to compliment myself. So to write, have to write things about myself that were good was actually very hard, which is funny because we're in a business where we just try to hype ourselves up all day long. But having to do it on paper and talk about myself and then record it for you all was a lot for me. And I stand by what I said. I do think that the things that I did well like tracking my auditions and keeping communication with my reps, staying in my lane, you know, taking liberties in my auditions, all those things, I strongly believe I'm still doing them this year. So that to me means that I have made them a habit and not just a goal to accomplish, which feels really, really good and feels like it will continue to elevate what I'm working on. However, the things that I did poorly which were communicating with old and new casting, taking time to watch the content I didn't book, slowing down, getting caught in image over auditions. Those are still things I'm working on. I'll be quite honest with you. Slowing down is really, really the top priority and the hardest one for me. Since I recorded that episode, I then launched my podcast company, and then I rebranded all of One Broke Actress and launched new parts of it. I created a YouTube channel, which I had to put a hard stop on for myself to wait and launch because I was getting really excited and was asking too much of myself. 
I also started utilizing TikTok and then posting more on Instagram and working with other content creators. And if you guys remember, at the end of last year, I said that my word of the year or phrase of the year for 2022 was less but better. Yikes. I have not earned that yet. (laughs) Not by a long shot. Now, thank God for the Patreon goal setting meetings because I can see step by step exactly what I have done so far in the first three months of 2021 and what I want to do next. If you guys are interested in that, we do them every quarter in Patreon every three months. We sit down, we go through SMART goals as a group and figuring out step-by-steps of what we want to achieve and how we want to do it. And it's been astronomically helpful to me personally, as well as several people in Patreon. So if that's something you're interested in, the Patreon link is in the podcast. But those type of meetings to keep me checking in with myself, as well as journaling, as well as, you know, any sort of meditation where I just have to stop and assess holy shit, it's really good for you, guys, to take a moment from our world which either feels like nothing is happening or feels like everything is happening is so important. So I'm happy I have that episode to listen back to and to take notes from and see what is actually a habit, what I can do to improve the things that I thought I would be better at by now and are still not quite there yet. Oh man, the slowing down to get caught up part is is a big, big focus for the next couple of months. In fact, you're probably going to hear about that more on Instagram and eventually on YouTube in the next, in the next uh, couple months, for sure. Okay, moving on. Episode two of season nine was with America Young, and she was introduced to me from Helena Santos. And I am so glad that not only do I know her now, but I know her story and she was so open and sharing with us. She and I recorded that episode back in the end of December and I can still remember exact moments from it even without looking at the notes I took for this episode. Her story about the muffin list, which if you have not heard this episode, you have to go back and listen to, just took me to another level. Her sharing about how she got where she did and the people who silently supported her without her ever knowing and how she is passing that on to actors, that stuck with me so hard. The actor that she shared who is truly a contact of hers, who she never even writes back on email, but she has recommended for work. You guys, that's the shit, right? Like that's what we we think that we send these emails out into Oblivion, which we'll get to the email episode shortly, but it was just so beautiful to hear her say that it comes back to you in ways you don't even know about. I was also floored by the Warner Brother directing and writing program. I had never heard about that. And I've actually pointed a lot of actors to it since then because I thought it was so cool. And it's one of those resources that maybe people don't know about. Also, when she shared that none of her days are the same and she hardly has any routines other than just keeping up. And when we talked about how she has friends who have a day-to-day life that's pretty consistent, her friend who has game nights on Thursdays, and how a small part of her thought, God, that sounds nice. It sounds so calm and predictable. And I know that feeling so well of loving this crazy, insane life 
but also a part of you sometimes, every once in a while, even if you don't tell anyone about it, longs for normalcy and routine. And just knowing that even when you're at the place she is and working on such high-level projects, you can still have just a little bit of that want. Man, I found that so reassuring. So if you guys want to check that out, that is episode 9.2 with America Young. Okay, episode three was productivity tips. Boy, you know, as someone who's put off recording this podcast finale for a good two weeks now, I should go back and listen to my own episode. And I think that's what I really want to drill home for you guys is that even the people who put out productivity podcasts or time management tips or scheduling so-and-sos, whatever it is, they still don't have their shit together. I promise you, the people you look up to, I bet you anything Marie Kondo has a junk drawer somewhere in her house and she might not ever show it on Instagram and she might not ever tell you, but there is some shit that you throw in a drawer in every fucking house. So to assume that just because I do a podcast on productivity or time management, just because I do it and I share what I have learned does not mean that I am perfect. In fact, it means that I have done a lot of things that really didn't work. (laughs) Honestly, I have done so many tips and tricks and tries and I love to learn new people's routines and that's why I'm such an avid watcher of dated in the life vlogs on YouTube and morning routines on YouTube. I'm just like a little creeper on there, just like watching these people's videos. Neither here nor there. But what I really took away from re-listening to my own episode was, one, those tips are pretty good. Perhaps I should make sure I'm implementing them more often than I am. Also, new isn't always better. So as someone who does like routines and sharing and that kind of stuff, Just because someone else has a new routine, we tend to get shiny object syndrome. We tend to think that it's new, it's different, so it must be better. It's not always the case. So just because I shared a tip about maximizing movement while you're on the phone or doing something on your computer doesn't mean it necessarily has to work for you. It doesn't mean you have to put it into play. Sure, could you give it a try? Yes. Just like when I got up at 5 a.m. every single day, Monday through Saturday, for three months in a row, I gave it a good college try. I didn't love it. Now I only get up at 5 a.m. when I absolutely have to. But what I'm saying is that shiny object syndrome of, ooh, I, I actually need this routine, or oh, maybe this is the ticket to my success, or whatever it is, it's just a menu. It's just a thing to pull from. They're just ideas laid out before you to test and toss or test and keep or switch out. Totally open. And I want to make sure anything I ever give in terms of tips and that kind of stuff is taken with all the grains of salt of this may not work for you. And I hope it does. But if it doesn't, try something else. So those are my biggest takeaways from that episode about productivity. I still think they're really good. I still think you should go listen to them if you haven't. But if you need permission to not listen and to just do you for now, permission granted. 
Okay, speaking of permission, episode four was a dual podcast with my friend and co-owner of Fast Forward Production, Ashley Pollard, and we talked all about starting a business as a secondary career and about podcasting. This is the hill I will die on that every actor needs other forms of income, no matter how successful they really are. And for me to have the privilege to pick my form of income in this way, I am grateful and I am humbled every single day. But I will say, listening back to that episode and listening to Ashley and I talk, you have to remember I've known Ashley since we were freshmen getting assigned to our dorms in college. And to think how far we have come and how much we know about things that we didn't go to school for necessarily is pretty fucking rad. And I think if you sat down with someone who's known you that long and you both shared what you've learned in life since maybe you met 10, 15 years ago, I think you would also feel the same way. I highly recommend it because listening back, I was floored at how much we had to offer as two people who professionally do lots of other different things, but bringing together our mutual interests of podcasts, we still had a ton of value to offer in so many ways, not just in encouraging podcasting, but also in encouraging people to to own their own businesses or to work for themselves as independent contractors. I think it's incredible what you can do nowadays and Any limitations that used to exist on our time and our value are really starting to be rejected in the mainstream. So if you needed another push to potentially consider what else you have to offer as your money job, this is the episode for you. I recommend going back and listening to 9.4. Oh, and episode 9.5 is with Gabrielle Bindlast. Gabrielle was put in my life for a reason. You guys know I'm not very woo-woo and I don't get super spiritual, but I do believe that energy exists and people show up in your lives at certain times and Gabrielle is someone I needed to meet. She has expanded my horizons and she has become someone I talk to once every two weeks at least. We'll have phone conversations once a month where we're on the phone for two hours with each other catching up, talking about our careers, and we share so much in so much detail. I cannot recommend enough her podcast because she really doesn't hold back about where she is in her career, about what it's like being envious of other people versus when people are envious of you. I look up to Gabrielle so much and I am jealous of her career and yet she sees LA actors like me as above her in this imaginary pedestal that she is currently discussing taking down. I love her, I love her content, and I love what she stands for. If you are thinking about the game in Atlanta, this is an episode you have to listen to. She is so knowledgeable about that whole that whole city and everything they are doing in terms of filming, and you should be absorbing her content if you're not following her on Instagram already. Also, if you're someone who lacks actor community, if you feel like you don't really talk about the deep sides of this business with anyone very often, the relationship that Gabrielle and I have developed over 
a very short four to five months is such a good reminder to me of how important having these people in your life are who you can talk to very vulnerably about the business where you can say, this is how much money I made and these are the taxes I've paid or this is the problems I'm having and do you have the same set of problems and what do we do about them? How are you feeling about X, Y, and Z? So much of this business is behind walls and to be able to have someone who openly talks about climbing those walls with you, dear God, I cannot recommend it enough. So if you're someone who is looking for actor community, this is your sign. Go out there. Start to check out Facebook groups if you need them in a, like a local, smaller community. Start to check out acting classes. Finding your actor community is something that will carry you in this business for a much, much longer time. And go listen to Gabrielle's episode because it's fucking awesome. Okay, episode 9.6 was the Q&A. Oof, I was nervous about this episode, you guys. I never do them alone on air because I am intimidated by what I may or may not be able to help you with. So doing this the first time all by myself was a bit nerve-wracking. And when I sat down to record it, I flew through it and I could have kept going. Almost like 9.4, which was about being a business owner, you just don't know how much you know until someone asks you questions and lets you answer. The best and worst parts about this podcast is that when I record these solo episodes, it's just me and my computer screen. No one's there to argue back with me. No one's there to disagree. So such is the world uh, of podcasting and that... I am just literally talking to air right now, but knowing that I knew answers that felt right in my heart to all of your guys' questions was really cool. It was really fun. And I used to do this thing that I can't believe that I'm going to tell you about on this podcast right now, but when I listened to podcasts, and I still sometimes do it occasionally, that I will turn down the volume of the person who's answering the host's question, and I will answer it. (laughs) I did this for years before I had my own podcast because I wanted to practice media training and interview skills, and I wanted to get better on my feet and better at talking to hosts and reporters. Now, do has this benefited me since then, now that I have a podcast? Sure, sure, it definitely has. But also being able to bring that skill to a real life podcast really feels cool. And I feel like I gave answers I will stand by and I feel really good about those. If you liked that episode and you want even more, there was a whole other batch of questions that I answered on Patreon and I did not edit that episode. So that is like straight off the cuff, straight up Sam. So if I missed any questions and you're like, wait, you didn't answer mine, that is in the Patreon. So once again, in the show notes, if that's something you're interested in. Okay, episode nine was my agent, Brittany. This is one of the highest listened to podcast episodes of this season so far. Working with Brittany has taught me what I wanted in an agent actually exists in one. Literally, you guys, she called me the other day to ask for the link to the Target tank tops. I didn't realize I wanted this kind of relationship until I was in it. I always wanted an agent who, you know, responded to an email. 
But to have one who also calls me all of the time just to chat, or I know her daughter's names and I know her dog's name, or she checks on me when I post something that feels a little sad on Instagram. She is so in tune with her clients and I thought that I would know exactly the kind of relationship I wanted to have with a rep only when I was booking like mad. Ha, lo and behold, it's actually better to establish that now and then they know you better and they get you auditions that fit you. What a shocker. Who would have called it? Oh, wait, literally everyone who gives advice about this topic that we never listen to. (laughs) She really, really cares about her actors and I feel it in my bones that we have so many big things coming. For the first time, I have reps who, when they call me, my first thought isn't, oh no, something bad happened. Or secondary thought, oh hell yeah, I booked something. It's really nice to not have such a strong reaction in either direction because those phone calls are gonna keep coming for the rest of my career and I need to be able to take them calm, cool, and collected with zero expectations. And to be able to have that relationship now and start developing that skill now where I just exist in the playing field of my agent is my friend and we'll get to Jamie, my commercial agent, shortly, but it's pretty fucking cool. So if this is something you guys have considered in your agents before or haven't considered, if you guys saw the Instagram Live or the podcast with Brian Pataka or any of the stuff we've done I highly suggest you go check those out because establishing the type of relationship you want to have with your reps is so important. It's harder when you're younger. I will very much admit that because it feels like the pedestal that they stand on is a lot higher than where you're at, but I promise it gets easier and I promise you will start to have some say in the representation you want to have. So I'm glad you guys liked that episode as much as I did. Speaking of rep relationships, episode 9.8 was all about sending better emails. Honestly, when I recorded this podcast, I thought it was a bit intense. I thought it might have been way too harsh and maybe I should re-record it, and I'm so glad I didn't. It wasn't harsh. In fact, I wasn't even taking my own advice about being confident when I stated in the podcast that confidence is one of the many things you need to have when you send emails. I was a little nervous that I was being judgmental or being rude, so that's some real behind the scenes that I overthink these podcast episodes so much, you guys. And not every podcast is a hit. Not They can't all be hits, you know what I'm saying? But I think that one was really fucking good because we do need to send better emails and we need to start sending them now before our career gets ahead of us. The better we can be at communicating in all forms – Not just written, but also verbal and text. And, you know, text to me is different than emails. But being able to communicate in all fronts in a very clean, concise, and confident way, you guys, it's going to get us so much farther in our career, so much faster. So use now to practice. If you haven't listened, 9.8 episode all about sending better emails. Oh, episode 9.9 was with Michelle Meredith. Her Instagram reel that she shared about the casting director who put a Google alert on her that she had no idea about, who she just had a general meeting with because now they're both with Apple, holy shit, that got more shares than I think any other Instagram reel I've put up about this podcast. 
I loved this conversation. When we talked about family trying to be supportive but making us look like extras, or in Michelle's case, another character altogether, um, we ended up chatting after the show for actually a really long time and hit on a topic that I haven't talked about much, but Michelle said she actually felt like I had a lot of pressure on my own body due to my casting than she did on hers. Uh, I never thought about it like that, and I'm still kind of coming to terms with how I wish to speak about the pressures of the ingenue leading lady look, but I thought Michelle was so forthright in sharing, this is my body, it was cool in Hollywood at the time, I really like myself, it doesn't fucking matter, I'm awesome. I just loved that so much, and so it inspired me to perhaps crack open this shell at another place in time. Like I said, I'm still kind of figuring it out because the situation makes me uncomfortable and it makes me sound like I'm saying words like, my life is hard because I'm pretty and that makes me extremely unlikable. So I got to figure out my thoughts and words on that, but it was a very interesting conversation we had after the podcast itself. Also, (laughs) Michelle's management story was just an amazing example of networking, a.k.a. friendship. And if you missed the episode where we talked to her manager from MRK Management, go back and listen to that. It is in season six. And listening to her and Matthew talk about their careers and how they met and how they're expanding together There is so much to be taken away from these ideas that the things that you're doing now will impact your career later, even if you don't know what they are. So I loved that part, and I will be revisiting this podcast as well as talking to Michelle way more often. Oh, I also loved when she talked about how much time she actually spent on set as a recurring versus how much time she spent waiting to find out what her next job was at home. Oh, it's really good and honest and candid. And if you guys haven't listened to it, 9.9, Michelle Meredith, go back and check it out. Episode 9.10 was with Brian Pataka. You guys love Brian. I appreciate and love Brian so much. And, And what he adds to the actor community in my eyes is so special because he cares so fucking deeply about actors. And that episode was such a testament to his passion. I was always curious when people make that turn from individual coaching to going to groups, how you can keep that spirit and that heart and momentum and and the idea of helping the individual while also helping the whole. And Brian does it, you guys. And I have access to Agent Goals as an affiliate of his program. And I got to be honest with you. I've been listening to it a lot in preparation for the manager meetings that I'm taking right now. That's a bit of an aside, but honestly, after having him back on the podcast for a third time, his joy and enthusiasm for helping actors is palpable, and I strongly believe that anybody who cares this much about helping actors with the hardest thing, which is finding the people to be on their team, it's literally like hiring for a business, but long term. That's a job, you guys. 
I do not envy that job. And Brian does it with sincere heart and passion, and he centers the actor at the core and what an actor wants and needs for their heart and their creativity, as well as for the business side of them. And I love how much focus there is on teamwork. The way he talked in his podcast episode about working as a team with your representation was such a reminder that not only are we hoping that reps want to work with us, we need to want to work with them and we need to work with them, not for them. That is the ultimate goal. And he gave so many tangible tips and takeaways in that podcast episode, as well as in his Instagram live and his webinar that I just can't recommend it enough. So if you haven't checked that one out, that is episode 9.10 with Brian Pataka. Okay, episode 9.11, the one just previous before this, was my commercial agent, Jamie Love of Love Talent Agency. Jamie came into my life last February, and my commercial game has not been the same since then. I have had more commercial auditions with her than any commercial agent I have ever had since being a SAG member. She is so in the actor's corner, and she is on top of it. The way she works and the speed at which she works inspires me to be even better about my auditions. When Jamie shared that she sits down at night and watches all of her actors' self-tapes from that day, that made me so happy because we do these self-tapes and we send them off into the ether, and all I fucking want, and I know you guys do too, is to know that someone saw it. To know that someone watched them, right? You know when you do a really good commercial audition and you're like, man, I just wish I could show this to a bunch of people. Just knowing that she, as my agent, is watching my work, even if it's like a two-second commercial for face lotion, right? Just knowing that, it makes me feel like I have so much more purpose when I do them. Just knowing that she's watching, the care she takes for her actors, the amount of time she takes to get to know them, And also the seriousness at which she works in a world of commercials that we often, and you guys know you do it, that we often take for granted is incredible. So working with someone who makes me want to do better work in an area of the business that sometimes isn't taken very seriously, that makes me really, really proud and is something to think about. If you're someone who has had a commercial agent for a long time and you treat commercials like a shrug of the shoulder, right? Like it's not something you really take seriously. Even Jamie said in her podcast, actors don't really move to LA to be famous in commercials. If nothing else, her devotion and passion to this side of the business should be enough to push you to work a little bit harder on that side of your work. I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast episode before, but in my audition tracking, I track TV and film and commercials. I don't track voiceover and I don't track print because they're not the place that I put all of my energy towards at this moment in time. I am all about being selective at what baskets get pieces of your energy and TV and film and commercials get majority of my energy. Those baskets are the heaviest at this moment in time. That doesn't mean that voiceover might not get it on a different day or that print might not get it at a different time of the season, but right now those are my purpose. And you can tell from Jamie's episode, there is so much to be had in that area if we just spend time working and accepting it and knowing that SAG commercials are hard to book. I loved that tablespoon of honesty because 
It makes you feel kind of crazy sometimes that you see all your friends on social media posting, I booked this commercial, I booked that commercial. Let me tell you, a lot of those commercials, they're booking. They ain't union, y'all. And for Jamie to share how rare it is for actors to book SAG commercials and how special that is, even a pin, even in a veil, hell yeah, you guys. Let's start counting all our small victories. So if you want a reminder of the hard work that goes into commercials, make sure you check out episode 9.11 with Jamie Love of Love Talent Agency. Wow. Okay. That brings us to here, where we are right now, episode 9.12, season finale of season 9. Okay. So now I'm going to tell you guys where I am at currently in my work. So next month, which is May... There is a show that I filmed in summer of 2021, so summer of last year, that should be coming out. I will hopefully be in a few episodes. Will I be in them for one line? Will I be in them for no lines? Will I be in them at all? Unclear. I have no idea. There is also another show I filmed last year that I have a co-star in that should be coming out soon. I have a lot of little things that are supposed to kind of make themselves known. So in the meantime, I'm stuck in this kind of middle floaty space of, okay, great. When those shows come out, I will then have new real footage that I will be able to put into play and I will be able to kind of set myself up for some more things. I'm also taking manager meetings. So it's a lot of stuff that's kind of up in the air. I took last month off of acting class to go back to therapy because I wanted to make sure I was putting some energy into my mental health basket. And all that being said, I'm also trying to plan a lot of free time for myself between wrapping this podcast and launching the YouTube channel before getting into podcast season 10. (laughs) Oh God. But I wanted to share this all with you guys because It's interesting to see where people are and what their thoughts are at that time. I want you to know that I am extremely optimistic about the business at this exact moment. Some days I do not feel this way. Some days I do not feel optimistic about this business whatsoever. And it is okay if you don't feel that right now either. It is okay if you need to take a break from absorbing content or creating content. I just want to give you a permission slip here to no matter where you're at, figure out what you need because that's kind of what I need. I need to give myself a permission slip right now to exist in this space and not necessarily achieve anything. I also need a permission slip to have no expectations of the immediate future months. If you can't tell from this podcast that was very thought out, I have a really hard time doing this, and I know a lot of you guys do too, and that is why I wanted to kind of round out this season with this thought, that if you need permission to take some time to work on other areas of your life right now, do that. If you need permission to focus on commercials, go do that. If you need permission to work on your stunt training and take a break from your ongoing class, be my guest. If you need some time away from absorbing actor content and you need to mute one broke actress and a bunch of other profiles and just live your life and maybe go see your therapist, 
Fucking do it, you guys. If there's anything we've learned from this podcast season, it is that this is the longevity of a long career. And all we are doing is making incremental gains that we might not even see our gains yet. It's kind of dreamy if you think about it. And we get frustrated and annoyed often because it doesn't seem like things are going fast enough. Seems like everyone else is on this really, really fast moving plane and here we are sitting on a Stairmaster. So collectively, as we wrap this episode, as we wrap up season nine, I want to one, encourage you to rate and review this podcast. Two, If you want more podcast episodes and you want to talk to me more often between podcast seasons, make sure you're following on the social media. And if you really want to, get on the Patreon. That is where I will be continuing to put out podcasts in between seasons as well as lots of other content. But if you are that person who does not need to absorb any more content right now, who needs to step away, who needs that permission slip, I also want to give that to you. You guys, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast season. I hope you enjoyed this wrap-up episode. Please let me know on my latest Instagram what your biggest takeaway of season nine was. And you guys, I will talk to you very soon.